Warning, the Catholic Man Show contains high levels of manliness. It's simple, really. You either want to grow in virtue and holiness, or you want to be a sissy whiny baby. If you choose to move forward, grab your whiskey glass, because the Catholic Man Show is starting right now. And welcome to the Catholic Man Show. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side, so raise your glass. Adam Minahan here, sitting with David Niles to my right, and to my left is a long-time coming guest. It has only taken us 1.5, possibly two years. 1.5? 1.5, maybe less than 1.5, but close. A- approximately 1.5 yeah. years to get on to the Catholic Man Show. We have... He's a hard man to book. He is a hard, And we're actually, we may not be good salesmen either. We may not have pitched it very well. That, yeah, that's uh, that could be us. That could be on us. Yeah, uh, but we have uh, we have the beard, and also Joey Spencer is here with us this evening. And his beard is that what you mean? No, Hello guys. No, I, w- I put his beard first, and then him. Right. Yeah, but you're saying that his beard and, and himself and himself are pr- present. Yes. Okay. Yes. Joey, thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you know, the last person that I'm aware of who referred to their beard apart from themselves was uh, Saint guy and thomas more more thank you my my beard has has offended the king i was gonna say saint martin and i was like that's not saint martin right before he gets his head chopped off he said my my beard let me move my beard my my beard hath not offended the king and then his head got cut off yeah yeah Yeah. but his beard presumably was his kappa got detated (laughs) indeed indeed (laughs) indubitably (laughs) that's a michael scott uh, reference. Anyway, okay, we're digressing really quick. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. If this is your first time listening to the Catholic Man Show, we open, review, and enjoy a man beverage. The second thing we do that we may or may not be doing this evening is highlighting med- a man gear, and then we have a manly discussion. Joey Spencer is with us, like we had mentioned. Joey, you work at the Chancery at the Diocese of Tulsa in Eastern Oklahoma. I do, yes. And uh, this evening, we're having a... what Actually... I've wanted to have this scotch for quite a while. You're a scotch man, Joey. Uh, you enjoy a nice dram of scotch every I once do, in a while. Yeah. Um, but this this scotch is, is exciting for me. I The first time I had this scotch was in uh, the Whiskey Library in Portland, Oregon. I uh, have heard beautiful fairy tales of that place, mostly from you. Yes, it is it is a great. If you're ever in Portland, Thank you. go to the Whiskey Library because it is it is awesome. But it's it's Bowmore 15 Darkest. It's a 15 year Scotch. Um, chronologically, my understanding is Bowmore is the oldest of the Islay distilleries. Okay. Uh, it is like I said, a 15 year Scotch. It is uh, it's aged in bur- ex bourbon barrels and then a little bit of sherry cask at the very end. Yeah. Yeah, the sherry is a nice finish at the very end. Joey, I really like though the nickname that you gave it. Yeah, it's like a Christmas Lafroig. Yeah. Or whatever. So you got the Lafroig there on the beginning and then just that just little hint of sweetness that makes life a little merry, right? Yeah. Yes. And so very nice. Yeah, it's a 
I like it a lot. It is a very good balance mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the smoky with the just hint of sweet there at the end, kind of mm-hmm. maybe some chocolate tones on the finish. Yeah, a little toffee, a little. Uh-huh. Uh, so I had this last night. Um, my wife's birthday was yesterday. Shout out to my wife. I actually dedicate this whole episode to my wife this evening. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and I had her try a little bit of it. I had I had some last night, and she actually said this was her tasting notes, which just made me proud. Like she is, she's really be, like developing her palate, Joey. She said it it tastes uh, it's smoky up front, and then she said it tastes like a burnt sugar at the end. And I was like. Very well done. I mean, it's yeah. like toffee. You I'm know? gonna go home yeah. and just burn the crap out of a bunch of sugar, just well, so like I can toffee, right? really peg that flavor <laughs> next time I encounter it. Yeah. So uh, let's cheers real quick. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. Cheers. Oh, we also have Juan here this evening. Juan is is our producer this evening. Shout out to Juan. He is our guy who yeah. who ships all of our Glen Catholic Mancho Glen Karen glasses, um, our whiskey glasses. He's a, he's a, Kind of the the jack of all trades yeah. for us. Yeah, and if you would like to get one yourself, you should go and join our Council of Man. Yes. Uh, you can go to thecatholicmanshow.com. You can click on the C-O-M button, Council of Man. Um, if you sign up to donate $10 a month to support what we do here on the show, we will send you one. You'll have your very own Catholic Man Show Glen Karen glass, laser etched with lasers. Yes. Uh, They're freaking sharks with laser beams. <laughs> They're very artistic sharks. <laughs> uh, typically, FYI, if you sh- sign up to be a council of man, it takes about four to five weeks before we typically ship because we try to ship them all at one time. Yeah, Juan and, does our shipping, and he's a volunteer. He's right. Free. He's, so, so, however, thank after, you, Juan. After four <laughs> to, to five you, weeks, to, to Juan. To Juan. After four or five weeks, if you do not get it, reach out to me so we can make sure to get you one. Anyway, uh, so those are my tastings. You know, as you can tell, it's the. It has a dark, it's darker amber yeah. color. Um, you know, typically Laphroaig is a, is a lighter color, right, mm-hmm. Joey? I mean, mm-hmm. but right. this one uh, is a darker amber color, which is, you know, the it says darkest you on... You think that's from the sherry cask, you think? Yeah. That has a lot probably, to do with it? Yeah, I, I, would, I would imagine so. Because it's also got, yeah, it's that amber. It's not just dark, yeah, sherry cask but it's kind of got that orange, pink. Mm-hmm. 43% alcohol. Um, so anyway, I, I, I really like this scotch. It's, it's up there with, with some of my favorites. If I had to, it wouldn't be like the one I would go to if I was, as uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall said, like going to the gallows tomorrow. It's not my last one. What would it be if you were going to the gallows tomorrow? Uh, I, it would be some kind of 30 year, like McAllen or something like that. Something that I've never had before. That's Mm. would Would be with something new that you didn't have before. Or would you go with an old standard because you know that last drink is going to be a really good one? I mean, because yeah, that's could, a good point. You could pick something and you could you know be disappointed. Really thing yeah, and then just like ah, that was my last drink. That you know right. what this is. This says a lot about you. Do you want to sample one more thing that God's yeah, creation has to provide? You know, like right. No, in some way, come to know God a little bit better by encountering another piece of His creation, or yeah. Do you, do you s- want to like rely on the? I know that I'm gonna have a nice leisure, you know, because you has, could be disappointed if you pick a new one. This, which has been my favorite for so long, right? Yeah, and just you know, I think they're both that's good enough. I think you know? both both ways are good. Yeah, depending on your temperament. It is, yeah, temperament. Mm-hmm. Definitely, but I, it, but it is one that I would I. I thoroughly Definitely. enjoy. So it's a little bit more expensive. So that's kind yeah, of the, I think it's like what this is was it? seventy four, seventy five dollars. Yeah. So you know you compare that to our our uh, home team Lafroig. 
right at 46 45 yeah yeah uh 45 and change it's tough to buy it's It's tough tough to to buy anything else you know that it's almost like something has to be cheaper than lefroig for me to really but if you're having a couple if you're having a couple of buddies over uh for for th- or Christmas Christmas time, this would be a perfect yeah. bottle to, to to have over for a couple of buddies. Yeah, it's a special occasion. It's right. like I wouldn't want to drink it all the time. No, I mean it's not a drink all the time. Drink. No, I mean it's got that nice little finish on the end of it. That, mm-hmm. It's not you know, one that sweetness. like oh I want a whiskey because I'm but I'm still kind of chasing my kids around. You know, right. I, this is one that you want to savor that you want to you know you you kind of sip on. Yeah, ideally absolutely. I think there's a fireplace. Which we were sitting downstairs by the fireplace earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pro fireplace. Yeah, we me too. we were talking about this. And we have the Alquin Institute here. And I feel like the Alquin Institute is also very pro fireplace. Yeah, I think they like fires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know why? Because mm-hmm. they're men. They're men. Mm-hmm. Men I think all men like fires. Yeah. Yeah. I mean men do. It's part of our DNA. Yeah. It's on the helix somewhere. <laughs> There's the fire gene that, you know, like men have and women you know, like some yeah. stuff like that with we have it for sure. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Yeah, it's on the helix. It's when there. Joey, it's one of there. the one of the episodes we actually had a flamethrower as the man gear. <laughs> I have a <laughs> personal affinity for flamethrowers. I just ran down to Best Buy to pick up my flamethrower. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was on sale at Coupon. So our like in the Council of Men, man, our supporters are just they're the best. And so routinely, whenever they come across new flamethrowers for sale on the internet, they make sure to post them and tag me in the... What you think? Like, yeah. oh, okay, that's once a year. No, that's surprisingly... It's a few times. Yeah, it's about once a quarter. And it could be more. Wow. It could be more. <laughs> yeah. And I would be I would be just fine so, with that. Do you have one yet? No. No, because they're, no, I'm saving they're my, still they're, like they're three like, grand. Yeah, exactly. A cheap, a real one was like $1,500 <laughs> on the low end yeah but some they posted one recently it looked like it went about 50 to 75 feet it (laughs) you could see the guy like shooting in and it there was a you know a kick when it would turn on like (laughs) you could tell he was like having to really hold it and it was an episode that's an episode (laughs) that would be there's just so much you can do (laughs) with a flamethrower like that so much i mean you could put the cigar in your mouth and mouth you know (laughs) facebook it live right all right adam i need you to trust me go exactly (laughs) 62 feet away from me (laughs) no no closer (laughs) and no closer (laughs) do not lean in i'll come to you yeah oh man (laughs) the cigar that, that would be ratings would do you trust me yeah <laughs> no no i do not let's let's get one thing uh, out in the open yeah it turns no. out i've known you my whole life and the answer is no yeah <laughs> i tell you what you go 62 feet away yeah let me do it yeah exactly just but, stick to the old matches right yeah, yeah exactly They're predictable yeah, yeah so anyway but the, the, this is a a delicious uh, scotch yeah. i highly recommend it mm-hmm. more 15 uh, also very finish. drinkable it's not you know Lefroy is offensive to some I don't think that many people are going to be turned off by this whiskey no I don't think so it's not I mean it's not a Lefroy no it, uh-uh. it's, but it does have hints of Lefroy yeah. yeah it has a little hint of if you smoke. like Lefroy you're going to like this yeah totally totally when we get back we're going to possibly jump into the man gear possibly just go straight to the topic we're on the Lord's team the winning side so raise your glass
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles, here with Adam Minahan and Joey Spencer, archivist? Archivist, yes. At the Diocese of Tulsa in Eastern Oklahoma. Also, uh, would you call yourself an angel aficionado? Uh, No. I would, I'd not, I, I don't, I want to be very hesitant. I'm not, I would not call myself an expert of anything. Really. No, but you just, I would say that you know more than the average, average bear. I don't know that. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I know I've read a little bit and Let I've me, had some uh, opportunities to learn. So. I'll tell you this, Joey. I know a lot more than the average person about yeah. angels and you know a lot more than I do about well, them. So <laughs> kind, you're kind. <laughs> Thus, let me just clear it up for you. One, premise two, conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> What do you call that? What what do you call that? St. Thomas does it a lot. There's a name for it when you go two premises followed by a conclusion. I can never remember what that's called, but there's a name for that type of thing. Somebody, one of our listeners knows, and they're yelling at me right yeah. now. It's probably David Bates. He yeah, knows. He's he's mad at us right now that we're not saying it correctly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're going to talk about angels. Uh, we're going to just jump into the topic. Um, what is an angel? Yeah, that's a good way to start. So an angel is a it's a created it's a creature, right? It's mm-hmm. a an angel is created, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they are in time. The time is different than our time that we experience time because of course the angels we're going to die, right? And mm-hmm. the, the definition of death is separation of the soul from the body, but angels don't have a body. So right. they're they <laughs> are pure spirits. And so what is an angel? An angel is a pure spirit. So um, the term angel means messenger, right? Mm-hmm. Or malak in Hebrew, which is ambassador. So hmm. um, they're those who are sent by God. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, God asks, sends them on missions, and of course they do whatever God wills. Uh, St. Augustine would say that um, angel is what they do, pure spirit is what they are. Interesting. So, That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, it, that makes sense, right? Because God is all about hierarchy, mm-hmm. you know, and so we have, like, plants, and we have food, or, I'm sorry, we have an- Animal, animals, and then we have... Which are food. Which sometimes. are food, yeah. 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 Bacon. It's, uh, it's Good steak, when, yeah. when, we, when we talk about, food, uh, you know, animals, I just instantly go to bacon. Uh, animals. That makes sense. Logical. You know, and then people, and then, mm-hmm. you know, and we have God, but, you know, there's there's... There's something in between us and God, divinity, right. which would be angels. You know, so there is a hierarchy there that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And even among the angels themselves, there's, there's a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy. Yeah. Okay, so... Just like uh, among uh, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even the, families. A pseudo-Dionysius, the ecclesial hierarchy of the people, right? And the celestial hierarchy dealing with the angels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you want to know about angels, then, you know, that's a good spot to... To start to look at pseudo Dionysius. Okay, so were the angels, and you know, we said this uh, between segments, but you know, a lot of what we're going to talk about today is debated theology, or it's you know speculative, it's speculative, as as yeah. you said. So. Were the angels created prior to the the world? Many theologians think that they were. So mm-hmm. they and that the, and then they participate. So if you go in Job and you read in Job, there's the when he's when God is talking to Job and he said, where were you when I created, you know, the, the, when he, I, the creation of the world, right? Mm-hmm. And when the angels were cheering as he's creating it. And so, and 
some theologians think that they may have actually helped in the process of it. Um, so yeah, they would be created. I mean, they were the first thing many theologians think that were created, and when they were created, then time starts, mm-hmm. right? And so, and then they're given the immediately off the bat, they get they're given the choice: do you choose God, do you go with God, or do you choose to rebel and go against God? Yeah, of course. And then you have the fall. Yeah, and that's the, the demons. Those who choose God immediately are brought into the beatific vision. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so they did not have the beatific vision prior to their judgment? No. Because well, oh. it's almost inst- theologians. I mean, but it's so instant. It's instant, it's right? It's right. like they had, so. they had a, the free will to choose, mm-hmm. and then instantly, once that happened, it was like, sure, you're there, free will, boom. Yeah, and it's like that. Right. But probably even faster. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Probably even faster. <laughs> we slow it down. Right. Bit, right. You know? Yeah. I right. mean, how? Because I always thought, how stupid do you have to be to be an angel to know so much? Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't have the temptations that we do. And I'm sure they have temptations of their own. I suspect, otherwise, you know, they wouldn't have fallen. I guess. But you know, it's like there you are with God, and you're like, yeah, God it looks pretty pimp up here. I'm gonna go to hell. <laughs> you know what? I'll yeah. take hell. Send me there. It was it was probably a, a lot like that. You gotta David. be. It's like a. It's like I think like, that all the oh demons. All the I demons. I think that was in the second part of the second part of the Summa, right? right? Didn't you just quote that? Is that? It? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that was. Yeah. That yeah. Was, Once that's again, a, that's if, a I, if I quote. fall into material heresy, <laughs> I don't intend to. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I've often thought that the demons in he- all every all the demons in hell, they've got to be the stupidest things of all creation. Well, they. I mean, a lot of humans go to they're hell. They're not stupid. I mean, well, they're, they're super. They're, now, they're super smart because they're actually. I, I mean, know that they're very smart, but but if you choose hell, how smart are you really? Right. They they chose not to be what they were created to be. Yeah, it's, right? it's right. a dumb thing to do. So yeah, it was epically dumb. dumb. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk really fast about angels in the Bible. So we know at least three archangels by name mm-hmm. in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um. And a lot of people ask, you know, are angels even in the Bible? And sure. and it's like, well, yes. Totally. Uh, Who do you think came go, to Mary? And right. right. Um, yeah. And and a lot of the stuff that we can we can uh, know about angels come directly from the Bible. Sure. Um, so, I guess that's a t-ball question for you, or, or a softball question. Is it biblical? Is are angels biblical? How do we know? Yeah. Sure. Of course. Um, it's, if we take what are angels? Angels are pure spirits, mm-hmm. right? So every time you have a spirit going in the Old Testament, or even a son of God, when you hear the term son of God, right? Mm-hmm. They're referring to an angel, right? Mm-hmm. So as pure spirit. So um, this is why there's some confusion in the New Testament when, with this being batted around son of God, a son of God versus the son of God, right? So what's he, hmm. he's going around doing these miracles. Well, he's if he's a, a son of God, angels, by their nature, right, can do things that would seem very miraculous, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just by their nature. Um, so, yeah, they, I mean, they're all the way through it. You have the, the three men who come and visit Abraham, right? Mm-hmm. right. You've got the angels that destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, too. Mm-hmm. Angels mm-hmm. there that mm-hmm. do that, right? You've got Gabriel who's coming to Mary, the Annunciation. You've got Raphael, the story of Tobias. I know that they're not very good wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's one thing I, I do know about angels. <laughs> they let him win. <laughs> <laughs> this whole body thing is new to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, Still trying to figure out the levers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so it they, so it is biblical. It is biblical. That, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the all, it's all through the scripture. Yeah. Right? Saint Michael's, Michael's there too. I've know? heard people say ask that question about angels, and it's like, have you even read the Bible? Yeah. It's, you know, like it's it's a they're there. It's right. and they're pretty sure. obvious. They're very, in fact, I think prominent. Uh, I mean, then get to Revelation. Okay. Right. Loads of angels. Yeah, yeah. Myriads upon myriads. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's okay, very, I feel like we could, we've we safely that. answered that question. Yes. Yeah, they're there. So, and it's you know you, you can do a Google search, and that's going to pop up easy. You know, angels in scripture. Yeah. And so, so lots. It's lots of places. Uh, you know, when you're trying to figure out what a thing is, or you know what was the, you know, philosophy. We we often ask the question, "What is a thing for?" Mm-hmm. So then we can know what it is, and or vice versa. Uh, what were the angels? created for for the glory of god right mm-hmm. so and to worship god to worship god and yeah. what they, do they do were I they mean, created for the same purpose as humanity no uh, they're, they're different creatures sure and so and in fact angels are each angel is we tend to group them in hierarchies and choirs right so there's the nine choirs that come down to us um, from Pseudo Dionysius as well, who I mentioned, and and then others, Saint Gregory, the Great, and you look at these these different hierarchies, right? And I'm sorry, I forgot the question. The Where purpose they exactly. created for the same reason. Oh yeah, for the same reason. Yeah. So um, each choir, we look at it and we say these are the seraphim, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. These are, but each seraphim, it we call them the seraphim, right? But yet, each seraphim is a distinct species from every other right, seraphim. Right. So, so they're like so distinct compared to like you know uh, from a pig to a grasshopper. Right. Th- that's how you know big of a difference it is for each individual angel themselves. Is yes, that correct? That's not that, like that's oh, an analogy. all lions are. You know, I yeah. If you've seen yeah. one lion, you've, you've seen, seen them all. Right. Similar to us, we are. My soul is unlike any other soul. So even though our bodies might be largely similar, my soul, you know is like a fingerprint, you know, it's different from Adam's soul. It's different from your soul. It might share similar characteristics, but it's is not the same. You agree? Well, uh, but we're all the same species. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. Yeah. yeah. So we're all human beings. Right. right? And so, I see. And, and so you can't lump angels into that. Each angel Fascinating. is Fascinating. like its own, its own species. species. Right. right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's even more. So it's even, it's even more, more distinct. Birth. Yes. Now, do they do they share in a nature, right? The uh-huh. angelic nature. They do, and so that and what you can say about one angel being a pure spirit, all angels are pure spirits. There it is. But yet, for what they each angel was created for a particular thing or for a particular reason. So in that, it's its own things. Okay. When we get back, we're here with Joey Spencer from the Diocese of Tulsa in Eastern Oklahoma. I'm Adam Minham with David Niles. We'll be right back. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass.
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Bringing a little bit, bit of a Bowmore 15 year darkest. It's a delicious, it's the Lefroig Christmas edition. Is it wait, Christmas Lefroig? Christmas Lefroig. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tasty. I'm sure Bowmore hates that. Yeah, like, yeah. They, would not like, they would not like that. But like, let's be honest. I'm going to be sending you free bottles. Right. Yeah. Like, thank you for yeah, having us. Don't call us, us Lefroig, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. We're here with uh, Joey Spencer. He's a uh, he's the uh, um, what, archivist. 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 Thank you. Yeah, I kept wanting to say archetype, and I was like, nope, nope, that's not. That is not nope. correct. Uh, Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> archetype for Santa Claus. <laughs> Chubby with the white beard. Uh, jolly sometimes. So we're talking. We're talking about angels. Uh, let's. Do we want to get into guardian angels? Do we, no, I think no. hierarchy. Okay. There's a hierarchy of angels. There's a hierarchy of angels. And so there's um, three hierarchies, right? Within the three hierarchies, there are three choirs. And so those closest to God were, would be the seraphim, the cherubim, and the thrones, right? Cherubim. So some people cherubim. say cherubim. cherubim. It, I, it's cherubim is proper. Okay, but, okay. Uh, right. It's, um, but that's... But so now all of our listeners can... Cherubs. Can, like yes. Cherubs. Thing. Cherubs. It's like now you can... Say it right, and but no, you, you know nobody's gonna, you know, beat you up if you don't uh, use the proper angelic. I might, term. I might. Now I might. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, now I would that I know. Even, yeah, I wouldn't even. You know, I'll at least be. If sm- I wasn't on the this show, I wouldn't even. I'll like, at least be smug to you. It's like, <laughs> you don't even know the word. <laughs> They're the little chubby little yeah the cute ones wings, yeah right? oh man they're so cute they're gonna yeah they're, they're, we're gonna get up there and they'll be like they're gonna slap us around and be like. Yeah. That's how you want to make us look. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get to heaven and be like, "Whoa, you guys are fierce!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're drawing you like babies down there. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so yes. okay, so there's the first hierarchy. So the first hierarchy, right? So which is in proximity to God. See, we they're pure spirits, right? Mm-hmm. So we can't even explain. I mean, angelology gets kind of difficult because we always want to say things like when they're looking down on us. Right. Well, they're not looking down on us. They don't have eyes. They're pure spirits. Right. And we always get caught up in space, right? Mm-hmm. The, where are they? Well, yeah. you're here and you're there and Juan's over there doing the hard work while we're over here playing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we can't think of pure spirit without trying to put it in space because we're sensible creatures, right? And that's how we, we know where things are. Mm-hmm. And so... That first hierarchy, right? The seraphim, cherubim, thrones. And then there's the second hierarchy, right? Which is the uh, virtues, powers, and dominations, right? And then there's the third hierarchy, which is the ones that you're going to see interacting with us the most in Scripture. So these are the principalities, the archangels, and the angels. And so, and that's kind of how the, the, the medieval theologians would kind of understand them. They're those who are, you know, in this, this, in this, in the way they understood the world, right? There are those who are closest to God who are doing things up there. There are those in taking care of the middle areas between heaven and earth. Right. And mm-hmm. then there are those who are actually active on earth. So the angels being our guardian angels and then, you know, and so that's the difference, you know, their the, proximity to God. Essentially in heaven. I mean, once again, I know that's using a physical space term, but in some ways, Mm -hmm. that first hierarchy is closer 
Which is God. why they burn, right? I mean, that's the burning ones. The burning the seraphim ones. are the closest, and they're the, the burning ones. And so right? all they do is sit there and sing. Yeah. All, holy, holy, holy. All the yeah. time. Right. And that's got to be that's a mass. sweet gig. When, that when, is a sweet gig. Yeah. And when when we're in the mass, we're doing the same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. we're joining them. We're joining them, right? It's not like we're starting and they're coming in with us. We're actually joining them. Because they're doing it yeah. forever for Constantly. all eternity. You know, I say that. Mass is outside of time, right? Right. So we're mm-hmm. entering yeah. into that. That realm. That realm, right? I say they've got a sweet gig, but they probably look at us going receiving communion and they think, oh man, that is a sweet gig. I don't know. I mean, they're in front of the beatific right. vision. Yeah, but 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 they do not they do not get to receive communion. You know, like right. I mean, w- w- the gift that we have is. I'm not I'm not downplaying that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Christ is fully human, fully divine. Yeah, and so he he didn't become an angel. And the fact that Christ, that God Himself, became man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're getting ready to go into Christmas, the incarnation. What an amazing thing. Big time. Okay, that, that, that brings up something that I, I don't want to spend a lot of time, but we have to touch on this. When we die, we don't become angels. No, we don't. I mean, people talk, think that, yeah. you know. We, come, we become like uh, the angels. Isn't that what Jesus in the, says? And the fact, I guess, that we're, spirit, uh, we're spiritual, well, I mean, then the resurrection of the body. I, I don't know. I'll let you. Doesn't well, Jesus we, say if that? We, if we, if we are blessed enough to you know make it to purgatory yeah mm-hmm. purgatory and receive the beatific vision then we are also in the same beatific the, the angels are there as well right so we join the choirs of angels in that beatific vision okay so i want to ask you about that in middle medieval art you'll see a lot of times you'll see like christ sitting on a throne and in, in you go to europe and see it in the medieval art all the time and there are there are these rows of people sitting there and some of them are angels and some of them are the saints so that's a kind of a good analogy of like i like that if if we're if we make it to heaven god willing right and so our reward in heaven will be perfectly just based on our life okay so we'll be rewarded in heaven we will not all receive the same all those who go to heaven do not all receive the same reward just like there's a hierarchy among the angels we will be placed among a hierarchy um and I guess that there would be as many hierarchies as there are people in heaven, right? Because I wouldn't, I would imagine, like let's just say Dave and I had to, like died well, in the state state of grace. We had we filled up our grace bucket, if you will, and we're, we both had the same amount, equal amount. That still doesn't mean that we're going to be in the exact same spot, right? Well, that, that there's that problem of being, um, or not a problem, but that being. Tied Isn't it now? Yeah, it's an, right. we're always trying to put it like, you know, yeah. will, I'm taller than you, so I probably what be will the beatific vision be for you, and what will it be for me? Will it be something different? Well, right. But will it be enough for you, and will it be enough for me? Uh-huh. It will be yes. everything. It will be everything. Right. Yeah. So, but when the angels fell, they left spaces. Ah, they're, you're spacing it again. They're pure spirits. Okay, well, there was, there's space. void. There was nope. a place. They, 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 they had a place. <laughs> yeah, it gets tricky. Yeah, it's yeah. A, Among the fun. choir of angels. They were supposed to be doing something. Yeah, so that's the analogy is that, you know, saints would then fill those spaces. Okay, so yeah, certain saints. Because but traditionally... They but they don't become angels. No, no, no. Right. No, certainly right. not. But they would take that rank or, you know, that reward mm-hmm. that was intended for the angels who fell. Right. And God saw it fit to fill, give that reward to one of the saints. Sure. Typically, do we, that would be 
canonized saints, or I guess it didn't have to be canonized saints. It could be anybody. God's tricky like that. You never know. It'd be interesting to see where Saint Thomas. But what is a saint? A saint is someone that we say we know for sure is in heaven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So canonized or those we don't know, are there saints that we don't know about in heaven? Well, sure. Sure. I mean, think about any baptized child Mm -hmm. who dies before, uh, you know, the age of reason. Sure. It's hard to. Yeah, logically and, work and out so, how they yeah. they're not there, you know. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we don't have enough time. I, w- I want to devote the last segment to to specifically guardian angels, but so uh, angels like they let's talk about their will because it's like they instantaneously know like everything. It's not like that they they learn different things and like they completely exhaust everything that they they uh, they know about a specific topic immediately. Correct. Well, they, they know they know everything as it is by nature, right? So when they were created, they had a natural understanding as it is and created in nature, right? Mm-hmm. And what they didn't have was how that fit with the beatific vision. And so that so when they were first created, they were given this, you know, look, here it is. Mm-hmm. And um, when they chose and received the beatific vision, then they would then see how everything fit perfectly in place in relation to God. And of course, aligning their will with God and then receiving that beatific. Once they receive the beatific vision, their will is always going to be aligned with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. But when we say, uh, for instance, like, okay, the cherubim or, or no, the seraphim are in one place and then they could possibly come down on earth, but it's not like they, I mean, again, we're trying to talk about a body, or location, but yeah. it's like it's not that they fly. The only reason why they have, you know, we're depicted with wings, right, is because it's they just will being somewhere. They move correct? at the speed of thought. Well, the the the, the wings. There's scripture too. So the creature with that's the, true. You yeah, know, the wings. Right. And so I don't think it quite looks exactly like how we how depict, we depict it. it in art. Right. Certainly not the certainly not the Victorian Caribbean. You know, right, the little fat babies, but right, but it's because they, but it's their will that that like they can go from one place to another. If that's, I know that that's tough terminology. So they're but, at, right, it, they they are where they are acting. Okay, that's what I was trying to. Yeah. That's where I was trying to get mm-hmm. at. Yeah. And they act where they think about, because yes. they're just intellect. I mean, yeah, spirit. But and probably where they're sent by God, correct? Right, because yeah. their will is aligned with God's will. If right. it's a good angel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. About guardian angels. One mm-hmm. thing that I heard is like, oh, send your guardian left. Send your guardian angel to protect this person. You can ask, but it's always the will of God. Right? And is that trivial? Like, I kind of thought, oh, they're going to go with you. They're going to follow you here. They don't have to just leave. It's not like, oh, I'm going to leave Joey. He asked me to go follow this, you know, be with this person for a while, so I'm going to leave him behind. Like, they don't have to do that. They can, well, because they're not in a place, you know. They can do both at the same time. But they they are in action, right? So they act. Yeah. Okay, and so where they act is where we would say is where they are. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay, so can they, yes or no, can they bilocate? No. No? Okay. Not according to Thomas. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass.
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles, here with Adam Minahan and Joey Spencer, the guy I know who knows the most about angels. <laughs> you are the guy I know who knows the most about angels. Totally. I don't know. I uh, don't, at least, have you ever heard of Thomas Aquinas? Look, he knows way more. He knows, yeah, but he, he knows way more than no, no. That's not a slight to you. That's just no, a, no. a prop He's to the Thomas Aquinas, no, no, angelic doctor. Right. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, but he's busy. <laughs> we well, still haven't been able to book him. Yeah. His agent is still working on getting back with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the green M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about uh, guardian angels, this this segment. Sure. Um, I think that it's important to, to make sure that everybody knows that they have guardian angels. Uh, let, let's talk about True that. True or false, everyone has a guardian angel. True. Even people who are not baptized. True. And thank you for listening to the Catholic Man Show. We're on the oh, no. I was like, that's it. Wow, <laughs> that's quick. Uh, okay, um, but yeah, everybody that like, my understanding is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but at, at the moment of their uh, con- not con- or the moment of their creation, they willed yes or no to be a guardian angel of a specific person. They is, willed to f- to do what to to line their will with God's. They right. chose God, right? But, so, but wouldn't, didn't they know that I'm going to be this person's guardian angel? Um, oh, that's but I've never heard. Of, yeah, okay. you're, you're but it seems like they wouldn't have chosen would, it. But God would have know. said, hey, "Hey, here's the person you're going to have. This person will you serve? I mean, or simply you're going to be a guardian angel, right? Yeah. Uh, I've also heard that guardian angels go to purgatory with their person. That's that's actually really? yeah. That that's actually what I've read and what I've studied is that they continue to minister to you. Through they love purgatory. you so much that they go to purgatory with you. Yeah. Now, okay. they're, now they're not experiencing purgatory in the no. same way that you are. No. Right. But they're there and they're ministering to you mm-hmm. in purgatory, just as the the angels ministered to Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. My understanding was the only people that could help you once you're in this state of purgatory are the people, the church militant. Again, what I've read about angels. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, yeah, I I I can see to what you yeah. say because you know way more than I do. So you I'm can't just, ask the saints. To pray for those in purgatory, I don't know. Uh, this is something I, I'm not. I'm not well versed. You might in. even in that situation, well, you might be the efficient cause of the. Certainly, of the yeah. Prayer. Certainly, we're called to, to pray for those in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, certainly. Oh, okay. But okay. It, it, but that they that they minister to them in purgatory, or that they're there along with them, supporting okay, so, them through purgatory. So we all have a guardian angel. Is it? Should one name their guardian angel? No, and once again, there was a there was a church document that came out. And I don't remember what dicastery it came from, but it was on popular piety in the church, I believe. Mm-hmm. And in it, it mentions that you shouldn't name your guardian angel. And why? Why is that? Um, well, one, you don't know the name, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it, the two, if you start calling something by a name, there's always the possibility that something else may answer to that name. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if it's if that's not the angel's name, then you should respect that. Now, I know a lot of really good priests who have named their angels, and there was a time period when people were told to name their angels, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like with with a lot of the priests that I talk with and know, it's it's a mixed bag. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the church document, I just say go with the church document. The church safe, document says safe no. Bet right yeah, there. Safe and, bet. and stay stay with the magisterial yeah. teaching. So, so if, if people were being told to do it at one time, 
it that's a little out, different. I mean, it's right. like almost like you're doing it out of obedience, right? You know, if you're doing it, I would I would certainly make sure that you ask God to, you know, Lord, um, I'm trying to create a relationship with my angel. I like calling the angel this. Would you allow me that to be that right. when I say this? Name, and if you do it, at least gets... understand it's a, just a nickname. You don't have authority. No, no, no. To, to name, name the angel, it's different from when God presented the animals to Adam. Right. At the beginning of creation, because right. he had, he gave he us authority, authority over. over which we do not have over the angels being. exactly. Right. So, so is guardian angels recycled? Like once I like once like I have a guardian no. angel. Once I die, guardian angel does a whoever my guardian angel doesn't go to the next person. Well, once again, speculative, but I would say no because right. they all the angels That's were created at one time yeah. in the beginning. Right. It's not like right. there's new angels. So I don't have created. Padre Pio's guardian angel, like no. But could you could you ask for Padre Pio's guardian angel to intercede for you? Maybe. Ooh, like, hey, that would be epic. Padre Pio, could. guardian but, angel, could you have a, a special but, fondness for me? And but you know, you, you, be careful with that. You have your own guardian angel, yeah. and that is sufficient. And. You and know, God has given you the yes. God has given you this particular angel to look and watch over mm-hmm. you and to to help you along that journey back to God. Okay, right. so how do we cultivate the relationship with our guardian angel? Like, what do we do? How do we? Because the more we have, the deeper relationship we have with our guardian angel, the more disposed we are to allow ourselves to be submitted underneath the guardian angel's will, which would be in line with God's, God's will. will. Right. So how do we, how do we do that? Um, you know, the same way we do it with the saints, you know, when we ask the saints to pray for us, to intercede for us, I, we, I would pray to the guardian angels the same way, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. So and, that, and always that God's will be done because if you're aligning what you ask with God's will and their will is aligned with God's will. That's it's all going to be good. Yeah. So is there another another prayer that you pray to your guardian you know my angel god my guardian dear you know that 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 prayer that all the little kids grew up saying and you say because you learned it as a little kid is there another prayer that you pray specifically or Well the, the St. Michael prayer of course and then you know but mostly so I'm a I'm a convert so mm-hmm. I have Protestant roots I'm the only Catholic in my family. Um, the rest of my family are all wonderful Christians, first Christian church. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, you know, I grew up with that Protestant. I'm just going to go, I'm talking to him, you know, like my guardian angel, I'm talking to him. Like I'd talk sitting you sitting here next to me, Adam. Okay. But with the, with the understanding, this is guardian angel mm-hmm. and he's not going to do what I want him to do. He's going to do what God wills him to do. And so when I talk to him, I'm, you know, I'm not asking him, ah, I hope this lottery ticket's the big winner. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's not how it works, right? Right. Because, you know, that's putting a material good above a spiritual good. But I know that that guardian angel is, um, is watching over me at the spiritual level. Right. Right. And can, in fact, intercede at the physical level. I mean, of course they can. Mm-hmm. Interact. Mm-hmm. Right? There is a in the uh, handbook of indulgences. There is a prayer for guardian angels that you receive a, a partial indulgence for. It's angel of God sent to guide me, be my light and walk beside me, mm-hmm. be my guardian and protect me, and through the paths of life direct me. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So uh, in between the breaks, we were talking about can we send our guardian angel to talk to another guardian angel? And when we say talk, I mean. This is all 
in human language. Communicate. Communi- they communicate. Yeah, communicate. Yeah. Okay. So I'm walking into a, 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 a tough conversation with another with another person that I know is not going to be an easy conversation. Right. But f- it would be nice to have his will, like, or or him being open to receiving the, this conversation. Can I say, Guardian Angel, will you help him through this conversation? Like. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Can um, you can you do that? Yeah, and I think, I mean, there are stories of the saints who who have done that before they give a, a talk. I, I'm I'm forgetting the name of the saint that I'm thinking of off the top of my head, but before he would he would ever give like a retreat or lectures or anything like that, he would always pray that if it be the will of God that his guardian angel go to the guardian angels of those who he was speaking to, talking to and ask that they would then help that individual that they were guardian over to be open to what God wanted them to hear. Mm-hmm. And that he then, that the, that the angel, his guardian angel, would inspire him to say what God wanted him to say so that they would hear. And so it, very much like the intercession of the saints. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's a, you're... Um, so, yeah, so it seems I, like God has given our guardian angels a special authority over us. You know, it's a unique relationship that they have. You know, in order to guard us, they have to be able to have some type of authority. Oh, so sure. they would have maybe the ability to affect our dispositions towards... They can affect our dispositions. It's, it's By nature, angels can, um, can influence the lower faculties, put an idea into our head, mm-hmm. right? And so they can influence it, but demons act the same way. It's the, the angelic way, the nature, way they right? Tempt us, yeah. They can tempt us in the same way. So you're sitting there, and, and you're in the middle of mass, and all of a sudden this thought that you're, and you're like, most of the time when something like that comes, you'll recognize it because you can't figure out how it got there. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh my gosh, where did that come from? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I was not usually when we get into talking temptations now about the fallen angels, usually when we get into a situation where we fall into sin. Right. Um, we can track back where it started. A line mm-hmm. of thought. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you're sitting on the beach. And it starts. It starts light, somewhere yeah. innocent. Yeah. You know? it's this the, leads to this. this to lead, lead, yes. Yeah. And you can always follow back. But when it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Right. And it, it affects and it's boom. It's there in your imagination. You're like, where did this come from? Simply turn to God. You mm-hmm. know, what happens when 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 the devil rears its ugly head to um, Christ? He always turns it on him and he goes right back to God. Right. Mm-hmm. And and while we're talking about temptation, because it's easier to see temptation sometimes um, because we fall into it all the time. Right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're good sinners. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Dave's and really good. Yeah. Right? It's the qualification for being in the church. We're good sinners. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we need Christ. Um, but yeah. And what'll happen is it'll, the temptation, we usually start at a low level, material at the material level, and then uh-huh. we'll work its way up. Right. Mm-hmm. Turn, turn this rock into bread, a material outside. Yeah. Right? Throw yourself off this, there's visible. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, you can have everything. You can be God. All right. Well, we've been drinking Bowmore 15 year. Mm-hmm. Joey, thanks so much for being with us. Talking we're going to we're gonna continue the conversation for a few more minutes. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. And cheers to Jesus. <laughs> okay, here's the deal, guys. We're going to continue this conversation with Joey Spencer. 
it was a great conversation. I'm really excited to have you guys listen to it. But first, I just want to let you guys know something that has happened recently. About four weeks ago, almost four weeks ago, Apple pulled us off of iTunes without warning because they said that our feed was not correct, which is very debatable because the only reason why you guys were be able, being able to receive any of our episodes was because our feed was correct. That's what's pulling it. Anyway, they, they yanked us off of iTunes. We resubmitted it like they asked. And they took three weeks before they could uh, approve it. I don't know why it took three weeks. It just did. Uh, so we're now back on iTunes. If you've been looking for us on iTunes and couldn't find it, that's the reason why. Uh, a favor to ask of you. If you have not reviewed The Catholic Man Show yet uh, on iTunes, I ask that you do that. I know that it's kind of a pain. It, it takes time away from what you guys are doing. I get it. Uh, but it's going to really help us continue growing. It's going to put us in front of other people who are searching for Catholic podcasts. Um, and we're kind of behind the eight ball now that we've been pulled off for over a month. So if you could, go over there. Uh, send us a review if you could. Um, share this with a, a friend, a family member. Share the episode if you could um, on Facebook or, or, or just email. However you want to share it. I don't care. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just asking you very kindly to consider that since we've been off of iTunes for over a month, or about a month, it's been frustrating. I've talked long enough about this. My phone just went off. I apologize. Let's just continue. We're digressing. Here's the rest of the topic with Joey Spencer. Uh, enjoy. Okay, Joey. So we were we were just talking about. Um, well, we were talking about a lot of things, but you were talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So many things. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of things about uh, guardian angels that we had questions and, and comments on. But you you were talking about how uh, you can't tempt, right? Temptation, you can't uh, say like you were talking about the the line of thought of temptation, and you know how you can't turn this stone into bread, and, and you can't oh, jump right, off right, a cliff. Right. Yeah, and that's the, if you look. The, this is the. This is the way like a, te- a temptation works, right? So and and. An angel, right? A good angel mm-hmm. or a fallen angel, a demon. You have free will, right? They mm-hmm. even when you said that our good angels, our guardian angels, have authority over us, they won't affect our will. Now, can they influence? Can they feel the right? movements of our will? Like, can they tell? Sure. I would say yes. Can they tell how much like, we're like resisting even, their idea that they? Well, well, well sure. In the way that they can look at you and they know how a human acts better well, than I can look at. Like, I can look at you and I can say, oh, "Wow, you look really tired," and yeah. you know, and you're or you're or down even, or you're upset even, or you're even happy, more, right? Even deeper than that, right, even Joey? Because like, uh, we, we've learned like if you're if somebody's lying. Their body temperature goes up, right, and like right. you know, obviously angels can see that. So yeah, they, they can, can like see the heat, not with your, their eyes. No, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah they, they can right, right. sense it. They can sense. They know it. it. They, they know it. They know it. They know. Their yeah, will. Okay. They they, yeah. they will it. Or I don't know. They don't will it, but they so know it. So the, what angels? Angels do not know what's called cardiognosis, right? The knowledge of the heart. They can't know the knowledge of the heart, right? But. And so they can't tell the future. They can't right? read they your can't thoughts, read your but thoughts they can predict they what you're thinking mind. pretty well, maybe. They could see a, really a train. Well. Yeah, yeah, they could see really uh, this well. line of, okay, yeah, here's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. And they and they, they know from past experience. Sort of right? like your three-year-old, you know exactly what... Yeah. They, they have that look on their face, you know, yeah. like when they see or... You can just sometimes tell. Like, I know, know exactly what, gonna, what you're about to yeah. say. Or even like you allow them to get in trouble... 
you know, you know, for, for like, you know, purposes of like understanding like you can't do this like right. you right. know they're gonna go over there then they're gonna put their finger close to that socket and you know you know like right. you have to grab that. the cat's towel and give it again yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. Socket, you want, I mean you it's know it's so easy to trick a three-year-old and i think that's probably how they feel, feel about, about us, us sometimes <laughs> right. well, but you can teach your three-year-old not to be tricked by the same thing again you know what i mean yeah but we're not good learners Neither mm. are three year olds. Yeah, yeah. So I, be, <laughs> I bet you guys confess the same sins over and over again. I do. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's and we're just not good learners. But and but what if you look at scripture, right? Look at the garden. Look at Genesis three. How how does he twist it? How does the temptation occur? It's something material. So yeah. there's this hierarchy, yeah. right? Material, physical. Spiritual, spiritual, and they're looking to get you at the spiritual, but most of the time they're not going to start there because just like I said, when you're sitting there in mass and this strange thought just comes into your head, that shocks you and you're like, where did that come from, right? Mm-hmm. All right, and they're, it's, they're showing their hand right off the bat and you redirect your mind, you start praying, you focus, get back to the mass, right? Yeah. And you don't put, don't think about, put that out of your mind and refocus on Christ. When they do that... It's just they're giving away their hand, right? What they want to do is get you the temptation to sneak up on you, right? To work slowly. So what did God say about that tree out there, right? And that fruit, mm-hmm. right? But the fruit is good for your body. Eve saw that the, mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. the tree was appealing and she knew, okay, so the material out there, it looks good. And then she takes the fruit and she knows that it will be nourishing to her body, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talks about that. Mm-hmm. And so, and then she eats it, and then he, you know. Well, the first mistake that she, Eve, she's that at Eve the made spiritual level, right? Was, even, she was that she sin. even entertained it. Well, that she even sp- spoke uh, she's to She's talking devil. to the, right. the snake, right? right. Which yeah. is lower on the hierarchy. The, when he says, Is it really true that God said you shouldn't she eat just from completely any, any of the, not entertain any of the yeah, trees? Yeah. She should have just. Looked at him and just totally ignored him, which and is like, what we should do too. Like even when we hear, we see, we read about the saints. Like they wake up in the middle of the night, and you know the devil has been attacking, and they just look at him. Oh, it's you, and they roll back over in bed. Like I'm not even going to entertain messing with you. Like I'm just going. Like I'm not even giving you that 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 moment. Yeah, right. So, saint- well, look at that story. Look at that. That whole story is on Genesis three. You could spend your lifetime just studying Genesis 3, right? JP2 did. It's amazing. And and what is it? So they're created for who? In the likeness of who? They're created for God, right? That should be the object of their desire. And everything that they do in that garden should then redirect them back to God. They should Mm -hmm. should focus them on glorifying God. Well, what, what happens is, you know, and Ephraim talks about this, there's a serpent, right? In that whole hierarchy of being, where's the serpent? It's in the animal realm, right? Below the humans. And all of a sudden, this this serpent, she's listening to a serpent, which is then kind of undermining her understanding of herself and uh-huh. her relationship to God, right? This whole thing. So then what is it that he uses as the trick? Where's the turn? It's the fruit of the tree, okay? So he turns her object away from God to what? Physical. Physical. Material. This material tree, right? And so after after she eats the fruit, after they eat the fruit, Adam and Eve eat the fruit, where are they? They recognize that they're naked. Right. And they dress themselves in... Fig. 
fig leaves. Yeah. And where are they hiding? In the garden. Among the, the trees. Yeah. They're among the trees, right? And so what what happens here is they've changed their object of their desire to the fruit of a tree. Hmm. Boom, right? Mm-hmm. So they are no longer like God. Mm-hmm. They're like the tree. They're living among the trees, dressing in wow. the leaves. And the great irony right? is that the knowledge of the fruit, of, the tree of knowledge and evil, of good and evil, was right next to the tree of life in the yeah, garden. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, they're both right there, and they could eat from the tree of life if they wanted to. Well, and look, look at how wonderful God is, right? Look at, look at how he, you know, he he comes down to our level. We do you want the fruit of a tree? Is that what you want? Yeah. He's we like, have a crucifix, right. right? The wood of the cross, and mm-hmm. Christ is the fruit that hangs on that tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is it that, that, what gives us life? The Eucharist, the, Eucharist. the source and the summit. It is Christ. It is the fruit of the cross, mm-hmm. that tree. Do you see it? I see this. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. It is. And then when they get kicked out of the garden, what, you know, they've been knocked down, right? Once they listen to the snake, they're knocked down to that animal level. Right. Once they start dressing and eating the fruit of the tree and dressing like living among the trees, they're knocked down to that plant level. Right. What happens to the serpent when he asks Adam, where are you? So there's Adam, where are you? And then he asks and he says, well, that woman, that woman <laughs> that you gave me. You know, yeah. it's not yeah. just that woman. So it's right. the woman I mean, that you gave me. This is really your fault. I mean, <laughs> yeah, everything starts to break down. I'd like my rib back, please. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes to the woman. The woman blames it on the snake. And he doesn't ask the snake. He doesn't ask the serpent. He says, what? You're going to eat dirt. Right. He's, he's reordering, yeah. right? Yeah. Then he, yeah, he so if they're at the level of the trees, he puts the serpent back under them again. Yeah, you're going to eat dirt. something below you. Yeah. You made and, them yeah. eat something minerals, below them. Right? Yeah. He's at the level of the minerals. Right. And so then what happens when he, they get kicked out of the garden? God dresses them in something. Mm-hmm. In clothes. In and skins. skins. Yeah. Skins of what? Animals. 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 Yeah. So they're being popped back up again. And it's only through Jesus Christ that we become fully man again. Right? Do you see? It's all there. It's all there. And it's, it's just so beautiful. There it is. And why, why angels? Our first interaction with temptation. What was a serpent, of course? It's a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who is the highest angel? Highest of angels? Well, I mean, Lucifer was. The light bearer. Yeah. Uh, here's a question for you. Sure. On guardian angels or angels in general, can I know that they can't necessarily read because they can't access our mind. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. Maybe I'm wrong. But my understanding is they can't access our mind. So do we have to uh, verbally pray to them or can we just like mentally pray and, and like can they hear our mental prayer? Yes. They can if, hear if our you, mental prayer. If you will that because they don't have ears. Right. Right. So, I mean, ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But so they can. Your spirit. I mean, but you, you can, like, it, like that's something I, that, that has <laughs> literally never occurred to me. Yeah. Because, well, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, sometimes. But I mean, they can't. But they can't. So, so. Yeah, sure. You, yeah. And you should, you should ask your guardian angel for. I, I think that, at some, like, on our day of judgment, I think that we're going to see. One of the glories of God that we will see is the amount of uh, things that our guardian angel just blocked completely. Oh, yeah. You know, just like, nope, nope, I'm not letting Adam even think about this or see this or like, you know, just 
all these things that are guardian angel you like said just completely Adam, blocked. Even think about this, and just we were talking about Adam, Adam and, and Eve. Eve and yeah. Was, yeah, wow. But but wow. it just threw me off for a second. Don't you think? Don't you think that that's that's gonna be such a, an amazing thing yeah, to yeah. see how much our well, guardian angel interacts with us on a day to day basis? And do you guys have a guardian angel story? I bet you do. I bet you know. You start talking about guardian angels and stuff, and 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 we may not know one hundred percent for sure. But once you start talking about it and people get comfortable talking about the angelic realm, right? Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden people start coming up with these like really incredible stories. And you're like, (laughs) it's right there in front of your face the whole time. Yeah. And uh, but we get caught up. I mean, sometimes the question is, do do you believe what we believe, what we say we believe? Mm -hmm. Right. Do you believe uh, that there are angels or do you? Is it, you know, do you just say you believe it? Right. But not really. I mean, we should act like we truly believe that there are that angels. And that they are us. actually interacting like, with us. Do you believe it with your heart? I think right. that's kind of what you mean. Because I think many people would intellectually, intellectually say, assent, yeah, sure. yes, there are angels. But when it comes down to it, when when it's on the line, yeah. whatever it is, are do you are you gonna actually do you actually really believe? That there are angels, you right? Because there are. Is there the are thing. right, and they're right here. And there's four of us here, and and our guardian angels are. I'm sure, I'm sure they're with us. They're all being on the right. each other right now. Well, yeah. yeah. Why are you, why are you are, thinking about me? Finally, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's a couple times where they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. he really Dave, just say Dave, that? Dave does that a lot. <laughs> I think I think my guardian angels like, oh. Now you want to talk to me? Yeah, I've been I've been screaming at you all day, and now you want to talk. Now that you're in trouble, yeah. I see how it is. But there's you know everybody there's stories, and I'm sure you guys have your own stories, and I've got mine. But it's you know it's should you I've heard saints talk about as they're in the the line to to receive communion to intercede. Or ask the angels to intercede, like, because, you know, they're all worshiping our Lord. Like, have you heard this before? Is this something that, that rings a bell to you? I've heard that, like, you should ask all of the angels to be praying for you to receive worthily um, as you're approaching to receive communion. Have you heard this before? or No, but it's a, it's certainly a fine thing to do, you know? I mean, yeah. it's, it, it is a, a right thing to ask your guardian angel to do, to help you receive worthily. Mm-hmm. Right, I've heard that your mass intention, your guardian angel, takes your intention. Uh, I forget which saint it was, but they had a vision of it that where their guardian angel was going up with a golden, with a bowl full of incense or gold, you know, something, laying it at the altar, and everyone's guardian angel was doing this, and some you could had see like big, well, but or? and some guardian angels were going and laying an empty bowl. Because the, the, no. that that person was basically attending mass in apathy, had no intention, you know, was not offering, it. and so there, that guardian angel had nothing to offer the Lord on their behalf. Yeah, well, um, it's in the Eucharistic prayers, right? I mean, it's it's actually there in humble prayer. We ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angels to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your son. Mm -hmm. 
I love it when they read that. It's in the Eucharistic prayer. That's an optional thing to read. And Mm -hmm. most of the time, priests don't read it. But uh, I love when they put that in the in the prayer or in the Eucharistic prayer, just because, like, wow, that is. It to me is just so. I don't know. It's something that really bridges heaven and earth for me. That yeah, yeah. If we if we could just see what was happening in the mass, I know. You know. Yeah, totally. Like, who was it? Gehazi and and. Elisha, when they were in, they're being attacked by the Syrian army, right? And, and Gehazi's all like, I think it's Gehazi is his name. He's all like nervous. And uh, Elisha's like, no, no, allow him to see. And then God allows him to see. And there's like this host of angels, right? <laughs> and it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, oh. it's okay. We're you guys done, been here right? the whole time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if we, if we would just trust God that, you know. I could oh, use some water. Yeah. <laughs> It's all going to be okay, right? So it's yeah. a, it's, a, it's a, God's in control. So yeah. why uh, this is off topic? I mean, it's on topic, but it's not what you're just talking about. Why sure. is Saint Thomas Aquinas called the angelic doctor? Um, Saint Thomas Aquinas is the best and the safest place to go to learn about the angels. I mean, he and covers everyth- it and basically everything, it. right? Did he was he one of the is people he, who could see and converse with his guardian angel? Do we know? I'm not aware. He, I don't know. He was like hanging out Probably. with Peter and Paul and yes. like Jesus. Like, you know, he was doing that a lot. Yeah, I hang out with now, Jesus. Now, on this this particular subject, and, I, and I'll, I'll, come, I'll come clean here. Um, on this particular subject, I, I try to stay as close to Thomas as I possibly can, right? Uh-huh. Because Thomas is the angelic doctor, right? But um, I'm not a very good, I'm not a very Thomist. good Thomist. I'm not, I'm not a Thomist. And so um, I, I, it's not that I, just all my friends are right, and so I've learned a lot from them. But um, I just Is that was, why we don't I've hang out. Because I'm not a Thomas. Yeah, yeah. that's why. That's yeah. why all I my get... friends are Thomas. I yeah, only so, am friends with. That's Thomas. why I don't, I don't get. A, I don't get the invite. I don't make all the cut. Of the other reindeer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I'm that. I'm that oddball one, right? That's not the Thomist in the group. But um, you have a nice beard, though, and I, that makes up for a lot. Wow, that is like just completely off topic. No, it's not. I mean, that's like it has nothing to do. I with think it. if angels are jealous of us for three reasons, the third one is that they can't grow sweet beards. I think so. Mm, no, no, no. I, Jesus had I a beard. Know. That's why. He, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> they cannot imitate that, him in that way. I'm just gonna, I, I, it's I, a mystery. I ask Luke a lot of questions, like my, my, my five year old, like a lot of questions. His first answer always Jesus. That's his yeah, answer. You, know. you can't go wrong. Well, they say, they say in seminary, Jesus is the answer to every question. Yeah. Jesus, just <laughs> Jesus. You know? Well, okay. So, one thing that I really have loved and gotten a lot, a lot out of is reading about saints who did have a very real relationship with the guardian angels, like St. Padre Pio, St. Saint, right. uh, Saint Patrick. San Jose, yeah. Maria. Yeah. Oh, really? San Jose? Okay, so I didn't he, know that about Saint him. St. Jim Galgani. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah so. San Jose but, Maria would ask, every time he would enter somewhere, he would send his guardian angel before him. Through, like, like through, through a door? Through yes, a door. okay, so yeah. If you couldn't hear what Saint Juan was saying, St. Jose Maria would always let his guardian angel go through the door bef- him. before him. Wow. And then I heard... If if this, I believe the way the story goes is that when he got ordained, his guardian angel yeah. refused to go through the door before him. He said, "He said, no, I would never ever precede a priest, mm. a holy priest of God. I will always, oh, wow. I will always follow you." Now, wow, uh, that's whereas cool. before that's he was ordained, yeah. before he yeah. was ordained, he allowed Jose Maria 
to honor him in that way. But then mm-hmm. after his ordination, he said, no, 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 I must pay you the honor now. Mm-hmm. So Well, and awesome. I, heard, I, I heard that like Padre Pio thought up until like he was like six or seven years old that everybody could see their guardian angel. Have you heard that before? Like they, they're trying to find this kid and they asked Padre Pio, I was like, well, why are we, why are we worried about it? Just ask your guardian angel. They know where they, they know. And at that point he realized, oh, Everybody can't see. He asked his guardian angel. When he got in trouble, it's like, that's not a very appropriate thing yeah, to say. He, People are really seriously worried about yeah, well, this child right now. That's what I say. Do sure. we believe it? Yeah. You know, right. we say we believe it, but eh, when it actually comes up and yeah, topics, I mean, most people are like, well, you know. I, I mean, know it's not like they don't that, know. Right? Yeah. You know, so he asks his guardian angel. They, The guardian angel tells him. He says it, and then he realizes, oh, People can't see their own guardian mm-hmm. angels. Right. I, I, yeah, you know. So there's a story about Padre Pio. If you know, God wills it, once again, exactly, right. Right. right, exactly. That he was being assaulted by demons, the devil, you know, physically assaulted, mm-hmm. and he called on his guardian angel, and it took him a couple seconds to get there, uh, because that was God's will that you know Padre right. Pio endure this particular suffering. But then he rebuked his guardian angel, like, "What the heck, man? What yeah. took you so long? Yeah, what took you so long?" <laughs> and he, like, he he's writing this down, and I guess the, maybe t- a letter to his confessor, you know, spirit, I, I don't remember what it is, but he's talking. He's mentioned how his guardian angel was very like apologetic, and I'm, I'm really sorry. You know, I just God didn't want me to do it, so you yeah, know, like I, I I didn't mean God's to leave you will, hanging, right? but yeah, you know, he's the big guy. Yeah. And so, you know, St. Gemma Galgani, the stories would, that she would send messages with her guardian angel to her father Germanus, her, her confessor. So her, fa- her confessor could also, see, could also her. see her yeah. guardian angel? Well, I don't, I don't know if he saw, but he would get the message, right? And so... Oh, like and a, then, a, a letter, and like it a would physical take it, letter. Yeah, and then he would take it back, so... Wow. Yeah, so... Can we talk just really briefly on... How like look look here we have a a statue of Saint Michael the Archangel here on the table right but and this could just be an Adam thing like this could just be my my own thing but I I I don't like when I see so many depictions of angels looking so feminine like they they look they just look fair like a lot of them this one doesn't but a lot of the angels out there the depictions of angels just look uh to me they don't they don't look mighty they don't look they don't look grand you know grand they don't look like i don't know how i would envision angels fat looking fat little children yeah they right? look like they fat little like children I mean, yeah. babies yeah you it's know? like no they, they don't look that doesn't look powerful to me that doesn't look like you know they don't look badass is that what you're trying to say well yes yeah yes that's so yeah what are um, your thoughts on that i'm just curious on what your thought like this isn't theology teaching i mean this is just i'm i'm asking your personal opinion what are your thoughts on that well i mean I, there are some really good depictions in art of angels where they do look pretty sweet yeah badass mm-hmm. if you yeah could say yeah you know and it's um uh, so there there are depictions it's you know art changes over time and and there are things that come into um a fad uh, fad's not the correct term but there, right. there's ways styles, that they, styles and... depicted at certain particular times so that that chubby little carob baby is a very much a victorian thing right mm-hmm. and it's the feminine looking angels the the women looking angels is once again like i think that was around the victorian period as well and so um 
I prefer the older, you know, depictions of angels. But once again, depicting how right are we in when we depict it? I mean, they're well, all we're they're all to, wrong because they're all wrong because they don't have an appearance. Right. Well, they can they take can on, manifest though. They can they manifest. Can, can take they, it on, but they that can take it on. They can so. assume a body. Right. So, so, so but they, they could assume a different body. I mean, but it's, it's not, not like a living have, body. Right. But it's not like this is okay. their one look. Okay. Hold on. They could have many. I want you to. Unspool that. Okay, so, so Saint Thomas says that they, they can assume a body. So you see something, right? So there's two ways um, that you can perceive an angel because of the senses, right? Mm-hmm. We're sensible beings. We're um, rational beings, and we take in information through our senses, right? And so, objectively, so if an angel assumed a body, right? So the story of Tobit and Tobias. Tobias is walking along with this guy that he thinks is a man, right? And mm-hmm. Raphael. Right. But Raphael, that's does Raphael really have a body? No. No, it's not no. a living body. And, and he says, Well, you were sitting there eating with me. And he said, Well, the food that I use is special food. It's invisible food, or you know, it's not a living body, right? It's simply something that's been assumed. Well, how does that occur? We don't know how that occurs. God's will, right? Um, I think Jesus. Tom, I think Thomas Jesus. says that you know, com- compressing like air molecules or like tightly together, or, you know, pulling stuff together that's already there. It's not a creating something new. It's just rearranging stuff that's there to look it's like just a body. Squeezing it really hard, right? Yeah, I can squeeze stuff. It's yeah. no big deal. So we're forging bodies at this point. So uh, no. It's not creating a body. It's simply assuming it it. Yeah, for the purposes. I've also heard that they could basically be manipulating the light as it enters your your eyes. Possibly. So that it only looks like a body is, but like there's nothing there, but that it appears as if an appearance is changing. Right. And and we can get into the, the fine. We could spend all night. Like, how does that happen? Right. But Jesus. is it really Jesus. important? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus I mean, the, the important answer. thing is that if you were, if you needed to see that angel for whatever reason, God needed you to see that angel. It's there, right? And so, objectively, outside of us, an angel could appear. Like in the case of Raphael, everybody who was with Tobias saw Raphael with him, right? right. Um, but also. You know, the angel pops up here and everybody, we all see it, right? But an angel could pop up here and only one of us be able to see it. It may not be assuming a body. Hey, Mike. It may be acting. Um, <laughs> Don't name your angel. Yeah, come on. <laughs> he had a name tag. Wow. My name is Mike. That's what he said. <laughs> Look at me. I'm just like, where's Mike? Who's Mike? He's looking beside Mike. That's Juan. Come on, He's one of your best friends. Juan, did you know <laughs> Sean? Sean and Juan. Yes, yeah. You did. You knew that already. I'm calling you Sean from now on. <laughs> but they can also act on our lower faculties, influencing our imagination. So I could see an angel uh-huh. that did not assume a body that you guys may not be able mm-hmm. to see because it's acting on my lower faculties. Okay, so we've talked about guardian angels. I, I, I don't want to take up. It's probably pretty I know late. that you have to like drive home. You have to at like some drive point. home. I do. Yeah. Uh, okay. I just want to ask a question, but because we, we briefly talked about it off air, but it was about angels um, over like cities or like uh, they're, they're, they're like, you know, we have guardian angels, but there's also angels that are over like cities or maybe sure. churches or maybe, I, I mean, 
can you just angels of the nation? So this is like yeah. the, the idea of the principalities, right? Princes over areas, uh, realms. And so it's in scripture and, and I'm forgetting where it is in scripture where one, the angel of one nation talks to the angel of another nation. Um, well, I'm it's, pre- I'm forgetting it's, it's Old in, Testament. It's in Reve- well, it's also in revelation where it's like, right. To, <coughs> to the, the angel of the church, yeah, to of, the angel of the church of whatever. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, that there is, and so and do we need to act? Do we need to interact with, like, or do we need to? How do we? I guess my my question would be practically: How do we? What what should we do to invoke their intercession? How do we like? Just how we do with any other saint? I guess yeah, is, pray for like in the case of the nation, pray for our nation, right? And so. Um, the angel's going to take it from yeah, there. It's kind of his, that's his he, thing. He has authority over this certain yeah. thing. And maybe See, the thing about this is that God has not definitively revealed it to us. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we should get necessarily too hung don't up, get hung in, up yeah, on it. Yeah, that's right. in, in those that's finer details because it's not part of his valid public revelation. Well, and It and, could be part of his private revelation to specific people, but, right. but it's not part of the public revelation. And as interesting as angels are, we have to remember that, that they are just creatures... And their role is to get us to focus on who? Christ Jesus, and right. God, right? Yeah. To sort get like, us back to God. Like That's John, their job. In Revelation, right. he starts to fall down he, in worship almost, one of the angels, and there's like, whoa, dude. Right. Hey, and so as interesting as they are, our focus should not be constantly on the angels. Right. Right. You know, it on anything only, else. It should, only, it should only be, our focus should be on God, on Christ in the Eucharist, the source mm-hmm. in the summit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they would want us to focus on, right. right? And so you can get into the fine details of angelology and demonology and stuff like that, but it, that is simply a part and at the service of the glory of God. Yeah. I feel like you have right? to put fine details in quotes, you know, the, yeah. the fine yeah. deal. Like, yeah. In theology, the, it's a very small area, it's, you know, right. and not right. the most important. And the, those fine details are so. still pretty blurry. Yeah, and it, well, it's we're spe- it's speculative, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's speculative. We only know what, what has been revealed, mm-hmm. and then Joey, I just want to thank you for for hanging out with us. Hopefully, it wasn't too painful for you on, on your end. I, I'm hopefully uh, you'll come back. Yeah, and we can we, talk about love, other things too. Yeah, we'd yeah. Love so it. I'm not looking at the screens because I'm pretending that I'm that you're this not is even not, there. Yeah, I'm not yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, I mean that's what, that's what we do. That's so not the thing is that that's not real. Yeah, that is. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna believe a, you. A recreation. <laughs> yeah. It's a recreation of a of a reality. It's a false reality. But and but in all honesty, I, I I'm very grateful for your time. I know, you know, you, you carved out time on a week that week night to uh, come hang out with us. I'm I'm very grateful. Well, once again, it was you know I get the glass right. Where I, I have two now. We're gonna hook you up with a shirt. Three. We're gonna hook you up with a shirt and uh, a hat as well. So. Oh man. We're happy to give you a new glass every time you come back on the show. Well, I That's, hope I didn't embarrass you guys or anything. No. <laughs> Just like, no, um, no. That's impossible. Embarrass myself. That is impossible. <laughs> so. Anyway, we're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. Cheers. Guardian angels, protect us.